Dear friends, grace to you and peace in the name of our God, our Father, and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and the final member of that Trinity that we celebrate today, the Holy Spirit from on high. Amen. What a mystery. What a blessing. This Holy Spirit, this advocate, this helper, the very essence of what has created, advanced, and united this church throughout its history and throughout its future. Today we gather to lift up the Spirit, to confess and celebrate our reliance on the Spirit when it comes to our faith and to our very survival as God's church in the world. But we also should revel in the mystery of it all. What the Spirit looks like, how it acts in our lives, where it is leading us. Speaking of mystery, are you hearing and understanding this message in a language you've never heard before? Today, we remember the Pentecost festival from some more than 2,000 years ago when the Holy Spirit came upon 120 people in a small upper room. Today, we marvel at the witness of Peter and the other disciples that went out from that place and testified to a promise of God greater than they could ever imagine. What is this promise of the Spirit that you need to hear today? Right now, as a companion to your loneliness, perhaps, as the healing balm for your chronic pain, maybe, as the light of hope in a dark and depressing world, I think we can say that with certainty. But this Pentecost in our reading, or the Pentecost today, it's not the first one ever celebrated. As Trinitarian people that lift up the agency, the work of the Holy Spirit, it's easy to forget this. The reading from Acts and its introduction point this out to us, because Pentecost was around as a Jewish festival long before that first Pentecost of the Christian Church, as we like to say, the one that we celebrate at the end of this 50-day season of Easter. Because the 50-day season came after Passover, a sacred celebration in the Jewish church as well. Following Christ's resurrection, however, the followers of Jesus adopted the many practices from their Jewish heritage because of their understanding of Jesus' fulfillment of prophecy and God's promise. Although the story from Acts and the arrival of the Spirit demands our attention, it's important to consider the Gospel passage's role in today as well. John's Gospel always surfaces on high holy days like this, and the celebration of Pentecost is no exception. It is not to be mistaken from a text that refers to that day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit descended. Rather, it acts as a teaser, as a prophecy of sorts of the promise that the Spirit brings on the Pentecost when the church began anew, the church began fulfilled. In fact, the gospel clears up this right away. The first day of the week after the resurrection, 
As early in time, just after Easter as it may seem, this is a very important day and a very important purpose for all of us. As resurrected people, we aren't just called to walk among the living again, but we are called to be God's agent. Just like the Holy Spirit came to guide people in faith, we are called to do that for each other. There is much about the workings of the Spirit that is mysterious, but all of our readings today point to the harmony that exists within the mystery. The harmony that comes from the diverse members of creation, from the lowest organism to the most highest functioning organism, could be humans, could be something else. God's creative force works in the midst of all of this beautiful mystery and diversity. Biodiversity, diversity of all kinds. Jesus has made clear in his farewell discourse in this text from John that God's promise is for all. It doesn't matter what makes them different according to our standards or the world's standards. The power of the Holy Spirit can unite us all. It is working to unite us all. But even the disciples, those considered to be the most faithful, were waiting in hope and in fear, much like us today. In, midst, in the midst of all the uncertainty of the outcome of the wars that go on around us, of the recurring pandemics that happen in this world from one virus or another. We live in a time of uncertainty and fear, and that won't change until Jesus comes again. The disciples and those of the early church lost a lot and lived in great fear. But nonetheless, they leaned on each other in faith and the power of the Holy Spirit to guide them from one day to another. Not much different than we do as brothers and sisters in Christ today. As a theologian and professor of mine from seminary, Catherine Schifferdecker proclaims, the disciples and all of us, we wait and we hope, we pray and we trust. A very tall order, but orders that we are able to cling to and live out by the power of the Holy Spirit within each and every one of us. You heard me right, dear friends. The Spirit is in you. All of you. And all the children of God throughout the world. Because we are all called to be in holy relationship with our God through Jesus in the sacrament of baptism for all of you and that we celebrate with Peter today, the Spirit acts as our chief agent for faith. And that looks differently for each and every one of us. As inspiring and interesting as the Pentecost events are from this reading in Acts, Jesus' promise of it is in our gospel. Paul's address to the Corinthians is a beautiful prayer and a call to inclusivity and, diverse, and embracing of diversity that will sing from the rafters of this place and every church throughout the world. When we lift up the benefits of our diversity, not just in the church, but in the world, we are truly celebrating what our God can do. 
The image always comes to mind of the children waving those banners. What would it look like for us to wave the banners of our faith on the sidewalk, on the street, in our places of work, in the places that we travel every day? This would be a true embodiment of what God has called the Spirit to do in this world, where we will truly understand each other despite speaking so many different languages, where all diverse gifts benefit the common good, the body of Christ that we share. This is what it means to lift up the Spirit of Pentecost, to embrace our diverse gifts and discern together how each of us are called to do that, not just within the four walls of this sanctuary, but within and throughout the world. So that there will be no longer Jew nor Greek, no longer slave or free, no longer black or white. This is the message we all need to hear. This is the message that we all need to live out in our own unique ways. This means that we have some uncomfortable work ahead of us because we will be called to speak out against injustice everywhere we go. It makes us uncomfortable, it makes others uncomfortable, but still it is what our God is calling us to do. A love that is radical, that is inclusive, that is forgiving, despite how we or the world may feel. Because as victims of sin, we all suffer from what would try to keep us from God. But the great and mighty Holy Spirit will never turn its back on us, but instead remain in us to keep us oriented toward the work of God, toward perpetuating justice where there is injustice, by seeking change where change needs to happen, and by sharing mercy where mercy isn't expected. As many have identified, the greatest obstacle is that too many of those who watch out for injustice are not comfortable doing something about it. This is where we need to step up, dear friends, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us not just watch from the comfort of our homes on the news all the injustices that go on all around us. Let us take a small step together, not alone to make things right in this world. We don't do it alone. Our God walks with us. On this one day when we celebrate the Holy Spirit, transcending multiple layers of difference and division and bringing people together, let us celebrate that our God is already at work in this place and around the world, working against all that would seek to bring silence to those who suffer, bringing justice to those who are oppressed. All we need to do is trust that God can use us. Despite our greatest shortcomings, our God is able to use you as the vessel of the great and mighty Holy Spirit to bring God's church to this world just a little bit more each and every day. Let us give thanks for the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Alleluia. Amen.